to episode one of the Seafood Diet Up Late. We're starting a new podcast to uh, give you something to listen to during your quarantine. I'm here with Angus on the left screen and Mac on the bottom. It's not a new podcast. <laughs> What's well, a new idea? It is True. a new idea. It's, it's, it's an extra idea to, to bolt on to the already famous and successful seafood diet. It's all uncharted I, territory as well. All ideas are extra. But I think, I think the, the difference with this one and when we call it seafood diet up late is that we are actually recording it up late. We are up yeah. late. It's past 6 p.m. The sun's down. <laughs> it's three hours past 6 p.m. <laughs> Depends what time zone you're in. And we're in the same one. What are you drinking? Yes, we, we thought we'd, uh, we'd have a beverage while we did this. When we record at 10 a.m., usually it's um, frowned upon to start drinking that early. But now uh, we can talk about it. True. <laughs> uh, I've got a rum and coke. Um, the Ron Zacapa is the, the rum. Uh, Coca-Cola. Yeah. And yes, Coca-Cola. Diet? Amatil. Full strength? Uh, is, is diet full strength or is the other one full strength? No, normal's full strength. Normal. Right. I'm not Original. A big, not a big soft drinker. Um, uh, diet, yeah. Treating myself. <laughs> Mac, what's on your lips? Uh, right now, I'm drinking a Pinot. I can't remember where it's from. Um, probably Dad's wine closet. Yes, Dad's, Dad's, uh, <laughs> Dad's absolute bunker full of wine. Probably grapes. And then I've got a musket for after for dessert. I must get the recipe for that one. <laughs> Harry, what are you drinking? Me? I'm drinking a Peroni Red. Ooh, tasty. Mm, yeah, tasty boys. I don't mind and Also, them. cheap boys. Cheap. $39 a slab from really? Murphy's. Yep, that's David Bird that's... prices. David Bird prices. Send, um, listeners, send in, uh, send a story on Instagram with the hashtag SFD up late and show us what you're drinking. Yeah. Well, presumably, we're not, are we going to launch this when it's late? This is going to, this is good. This will launch Thursday nights. So, uh, this will be, so we're going to have Monday nights and Thursday nights. You'll be getting your podcast. But, but this one, make sure you listen up late. <laughs> yeah, okay. Cracker. Crack open a drink of whatever you want. All right, actually, you can listen whenever, but you have to have a drink when you listen to it. Yes, so. absolutely. Okay. There you go. What's the earliest you guys would drink when it's not like an event? What's an, ev- oh, not what's an event? It's <laughs> um, <laughs> when I get up. I suppose like there's some days that it's like, it's not frowned upon, like Christmas, Anzac Day, um, Australia Day. Hmm. They're, they're probably fine to start. 12. Anzac Day. Once it's, I feel like once it's deep in uh, in holidays and you get up for like a family barbecue, it's fine to have a beer at 11 to 12. 11? Yeah. Remembrance Day. As soon as you start, as soon as you start like preparing the barbie. I, I, I always thought that like anything before 12 was like a no-go zone. I mean, Christmas is I'm always starting before 12, but I always thought that 12 was like the, the not cut off, the cut on time. You can you yeah, can it's kick the off. Afternoon. Yeah. You say I'm having an afternoon beer at 12.01. Yeah. Who cares if you woke up at 12? <laughs> has, has your sleeping pattern changed? No, mine's pretty much the same. I'm still working. Oh, but you're still going into work, aren't you? No, I'm still working. I'm working at home now. This is my office we're in. I actually, you live close to uh, your office. No, I think that's because... Well, I live next door. It's next to my bed. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's, I think, because I work in Melbourne and live in Geelong. So oh, yeah, okay, yeah. It's, it's a waking up at... Six versus waking up at eight fifty-five is a is a big jump. 
Yeah. I've actually been getting up earlier. I mean, my commute's only nine minutes, like you mentioned, but I've been getting up a bit earlier and trying to get something done in the morning because I can sort of have a shower closer to the time when I'm sitting on my desk. It makes sense to use that time as well if you're already in that routine rather than slipping. Yeah. Or it's like I'm, I've been in the late wake up routine for ages anyway. So you're just a slob, a slob for life. Yeah. Lazy bones. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So what's going to happen when you like get a real job? You're going to rock up with blurry eyes and go, "What's going on here?" I'll just rock up at ten. <laughs> Mac, you got you got a promotion recently, didn't you? <laughs> what is this going to be? Oh, your you you pay just about doubled. Oh yeah, true. Thanks, Scoma. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you going to be buying us? <laughs> well, my my birthday and Harry's birthday are coming up uh, next month. I don't know. Think about that. You two both have got it so so tough when you must buy my presents because organizing presents with either of you people is impossible. <laughs> it takes <laughs> months of planning. What do you takes, mean? I, I, all I do is give ideas for the other person and that's get ignored. All I do is help this family. And <laughs> I, I think, um, no, no, you came up with that idea to get Harry those shoes. And I said he'd hate them. And you said, no, they'd be great. And then he returned them. <laughs> I changed the colour. because I, 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 said, I said he would hate the colour and he changed them for a different colour. Yeah, I changed it for a different colour because they didn't have the colour you got me in my size in stock. So not only did Mac get the colour wrong, he got you the wrong size shoe. That's <laughs> all they had. And this was the best idea we could come up with. <laughs> you got me these shoes because they were all they had? <laughs> Uh, hey, should we just quickly run through the premise of the show? Like, we're, it's it's not going to be the same. Obviously, you've seen so far. We're, we're what five minutes into an episode, and there's no other spot. It's not the same quality as you get on your weekend seafood diet, your Monday night one. Um, but it will be a little bit looser, a little bit loosey goosey. Try a few new ideas. New it's ideas. Just, it's essentially the uh, the Christmas special once a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, might crack into our first idea for a new segment potentially. Um, Mac brought this one to the table. Um, basically, we, we get caught on these arguments um, where we sort of just get lost and, and there's no resolution and it's normally two against one, so that makes it unfair as well. Um, we thought we, we, well, Mac thought we could, we could do a bit of a, a debating scene where we have some structured arguments um, and and the third person can play the adjudicator. Um, so not like world-breaking topics, um, but uh, just a little chance for us to, to go toe-to-toe on a, on a couple of key issues pressing everyone's minds at the moment stuck inside. So essentially, this is just a debating segment between two of us. I'm pretty sure that's what, what he has in mind. So um, I guess then it's time for Max Debate. Okay, and welcome to Max Debate. I'm your temporary host, Angus Kramer. Now we've got two exciting competitors today. It's the Brothers of Destruction, Mac Dolans versus Harry Dolans. Now, the way this is going to work is they're going to have one minute to 
uh, put out their contention and then the other one will go. Harry's going to go first today and then they'll both have a minute to voice their rebuttals. So we've really got an exciting clash today. The topic for today is toasted sandwiches versus fresh sandwiches. Now, Harry, you're voicing the side of fresh sandwiches and you are going to first. Harry, it's time to match debate. All right. Fresh is best. If you prefer toasted sandwiches, you need better ingredients. Um, my first agenda is that good bread is the key to a toasted sandwich. Good ingredients make, no, fuck. Good ingredients make a fresh sandwich delicious. Good ingredients for a toasted sandwich make it taste like a toasted sandwich with bad ingredients. Toasted sandwiches make anything taste the same. It's just, it becomes a, a, a cheesy mess where all the flavors taste the same. You can heat anything up and you can make it crunchy. It tastes fine, but a toasted sandwich on Monday is the same as a toasted sandwich on Tuesday. If you get good sourdough, good lettuce, you get some new textures in there, you get some new flavors, you get hot, you get cold, you get your condiments, you've got a good, a good meal where you can, you can experience something different, it can be done well, and that means that fresh sandwiches are the gourmet option. A toasted sandwich, I can do, you can do, anyone can do a good toasted sandwich, but if you go out to a nice restaurant, you get a fresh sandwich, that's a treat. Fresh is, the, fresh is the option for the man who likes um, quality, the man who likes um, something, something a bit nicer, something the finer things in life. Fresh and is best. that is time. Great finish, Harry. Well done. You wrapped it up very well. Now, Mac, it is your turn. You have a minute. Mac, it's time to Max debate. This is going to be the easiest argument I've ever had in my life. Toast sandwiches, everyone knows it. You barely have to even make a point for it. They're just better. Think about just melted cheese for one thing. Even if you're a vegan or a vegetarian, you know people love it. And there's one reason why. It's because scientifically, the flavor profile of, oil, of oils and fats, that's all cheeses you'll put in your foods, and a lot of meat and a lot of anything else with oils in it, it actually brings out 90% more flavor from cooking it on high heats. Yeah, the, the toxicity of the foods doesn't matter. It's just about the fact that it brings out all the flavor. The other thing about our toasted sandwiches is the hot, the hot food aspect is a massive bonus. Think about when you're on a cold day, you're not going to have a ham and cheese sandwich. A ham and cheese toasty though, warms you up, brings the spirits up, actually makes you feel like more at home and you're like you're enjoying your meal. Not to mention the word caramelization, which just makes your mouth water from the get-go. If you need anything else, just make yourself a toasty. You'll know. Wow, what a finish. He really sold me at the end there. Oh, my mouth is watering. <laughs> now, I hope you are listening to each other because, <laughs> because it's time for the rebut hole. Now, <laughs> listening to each other. <laughs> Harry, you're up first. Harry, it's time to rebut hole. Thank you, Mac. Um, thank you, Angus, but thank you, Mac, especially for making my job so easy. I'm going to take your points one by one. Cheese for one. Yeah, we get it. Cheese is the best thing about a toasted sandwich, but cheese can be good in a fresh sandwich. If you need cheese to be melted to be better, then you just need better cheese. Get a good cheese. That tastes delicious in a fresh sandwich. Um, I'm going to reel off a stat for you. Um, about 65% about of the population, heard of them? They're lactose intolerant, Mac, and they can't eat cheese. So the best part about a toasted sandwich is irrelevant for 65% of the population, not to mention our vegan friends. Um, I'm going to jump over now to, to the warming aspect. We can have that too. We can have that in our fresh sandwiches. We can have some roast beef in there. We can caramelize some onions, put them in a fresh sandwich. Delicious. Fresh sandwich with a good sourdough, some caramelized onions. How about a steak sandwich, Mac? 
just a fresh steak sandwich with some, some warm, soft bread. Now we're talking. Now my mouth's watering. Now Angus's mouth's watering. And I know Angus, our adjudicator, doesn't like cheese. So I'm feeling good. Wow, Harry. That's fantastic. Great padding at the end when you're at about 40 seconds and you finished your argument. <laughs> <laughs> it just went straight for you. You still not like cheese? or I do like cheese and a toasty. Now, <laughs> all right, Mac. It's t- <laughs> you've heard Harry's argument. You've heard his rebut hole. Now it's time for you to rebut hole. Absolutely. All right, so at the start of Harry's arguments, he mentioned that the better ingredients will make sandwiches better. The thing about that is, Ingredients in, in a sandwich that make it better can pretty much all go in a toasty. And apart from that as well, there's a massively wider range of things you can put in a toasty. The amount of sauces you can manage in a sandwich without it getting sloppy is so much less. And you don't get the flavor profiles that you would get if you had them in a toasty as well. So you can imagine, like, for example, barbecue sauces, you can have two or three layers of them in a toasty and it can still not be soggy if you cook it the right way. Whereas a sandwich, you're, just, you're going to be dripping out of your hands. You need three plates. Uh, Harry also mentioned that the ingredients you'd have in a, in a regular sandwich might be healthier. I've, I've just been looking at a study just now as well, though, showing that uh, in, uh, from 2015 in Harvard Health, suggested that new, more nutrient-dense foods, toasted sandwiches being that, because you've got more oils and butter and fat involved in it, in the cooking process, are actually better for your diet. Because as you get older, you need more nutrient density in your foods. So toasted sandwiches are also the way to go as you, as you progress in life. The last point I've got to make is pretty much any, any sandwich Harry could have talked about. He didn't mention any salads, which I reckon is the real point that differentiates regular sandwiches from toasties. And I reckon that's because he knows that a salad sandwich is never going to stand up to a toasty in any aspect. Wrong, wrong. I talked about texture. Harry, Harry, you cannot interrupt. Even though Mac went a minute and a half, you cannot interrupt. Wrong, wrong as. All right, guys. (laughs) That wraps up both the arguments and the rebuttals. Now, it, it comes time for me to make a decision. And the difficult thing with this is it's not about what I think because it's not about what I rather. Wrong? (laughs) It is about what I think. You're adjudicating. (laughs) Okay. But it's not about like if, if I was choosing between do I rather a toasted sandwich or a fresh sandwich, then I could just not listen to you guys and have picked that straight away. Right? So it's about about who made a better argument. It's about who made a better argument for me. Oh, great. I'm, I'm going to make that decision. Now, just on a couple of your points. Mac, I like what you said about the sauces. All right? You can put pr- plenty more sauces in a toasted sandwich than another one. But Harry makes a fair point. Those sauces all become one, one flavor. Everything comes together in a fresh sandwich. That doesn't do that. <laughs> okay? Another thing that Harry made a great point on is, the, you, fact, is the fact that all right, stuff like salads, they don't exist in a toasty. Other than onion, you're not putting any lettuce in a toasted sandwich. Meat cheese, baby. Wilted spinach. Wilted however, spinach. However, I think cheese in a normal sandwich, yes, is terrible. Whereas in a toasted sandwich, it's fantastic. Anyone would agree with that. However, the thing that got me over the line in this argument, when I say that everyone would agree with that, when I mean everyone, I mean only... 35% of the population because 65% are lactose intolerant. Harry Dollitz, you are the winner. Congratulations. You have max debated your way to the first win of this competition. Oh, look, I'd like to thank uh, my prep team. Uh, 
for, uh, for workshopping ideas course of the day, um, bouncing a few concepts back and forth, um, mainly Andy, because he's a genuine debater. Um, <laughs> I, I thought I had a good run in. Um, Mac, thanks for coming. I thought you did a, a good job with what you had. Uh, obviously fighting an uphill battle. Uh, I think this, this experience has made me actually prefer fresh sandwiches where I was probably a line ball going in. Um, so I don't know what that says, but something. Uh, Mac, on the, on the side of defeat, what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I'm just looking at that article Harry's obviously read, which was, by the way, the first result on Google when you search lactose intolerance. Too late, buddy. The debate's up. Too late, but your stats are actually just completely wrong. It says 65% no of time people fact -checking in the debate have game. a reduced ability to, di to digest lactose compared to, compared to at infancy. And 5% of people coming up from a diet eating plenty of lactose become lactose intolerant. Well, look, I just, it's post, I'm fine with that. I just think it's interesting to note that Harry is just basically a liar. <laughs> no, but the, what, what this does matter, because the thing is, our only options with debating are against yeah. one of each other. So the thing is, Harry's going to be involved in two out of every three debates. So now the judge is going to know that his facts are just not true and you can just throw them away. Alternatively so, as well, the door is open. You've only, got, you've only got a minute. The door is open to trying to spin, spin a story. And he got me. He got yeah. me good. However, I still wouldn't change it because um, I think Harry's got... He, his best point of the argument was that you can put hot things in a fresh sandwich whereas you yeah. can't keep things cold in a toasted sandwich. I agree. And I do love toasted sandwiches more, but that was the key point that really got me over the line. Mm -hmm. So, uh, well done, Harry. Thanks for coming, boys. Hey, I'm not sure if you've noticed this, Gus. I've been, I've been in a couple of Zoom meetings. Oh, I mean, video meetings lately. Um, They're and, called uh, podcast there's... recordings. <laughs> <laughs> it, it might not happen as much here. It did actually just happen to you and I then um, between, um, between streams, but... It's something that only happens in video meetings and never happens in real life meetings. That's new about the, the new world we live in. Do you now. mean lag? <laughs> well, if, if I'm speaking like a robot, Doma Arigato. <laughs> yeah, but that um, doesn't happen in real life. Here. <laughs> no, the thing I'm talking about is being the last, the last two left in the room. Because oh, yeah. you both get your face a little bit closer to the camera. <laughs> you look a bit concerned and the screens get larger as different people exit. And so there's this moment and it's terrifying. As soon as everyone says, all right, see you later. Everyone scrambles to find where the fuck is leave meeting. <laughs> and it's this mad panic. Just... Your, your screen's getting bigger and bigger. And then all of a sudden it's just you and one other person left in the room. <laughs> and if it's longer than a second, God, awkward you got to do, do the old classic. The, like when the teacher is behind you, just close the computer. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I've, I'm bad at this because... I always, I'm just like, all right, see you guys. And everyone leaves. And then it gets to me and someone else. And I am about to say, well, it's just us. And like, I'm halfway through the word, well, and they leave. And then I say it to no one. You I and me. So Mac, Mac left before. Got him. We're having, a, we're having a break. And, and Harry was still there. And I always said to no one, because Harry left as I started saying this, finally, we can be alone. And you were gone. <laughs> it's, it's you're just really, talking to yourself and your thoughts it's really deflating <laughs> <laughs> the fact that that happens to you means that i feel like that happens to you in real life meetings as well when you're the last person in the room just <laughs> shake hands they slam the door in his face <laughs> well i'm glad we could be alone and they walk out back in your box
Well, everyone at a real meeting leaves at the same time. Yeah, because no one wants to get stuck in there with Kramer. <laughs> no, I'm the best at meetings. <laughs> I'm the best at this. Let's go. The one good thing about this, Gus, is that finally all your hours on Omegle will come to good use. <laughs> and the good, other good thing about this is that we don't have to smell Harry. That's true. <laughs> I kind of look like a stinker. I don't know. <laughs> You look homeless. <laughs> you look like a truck driver. You do. You do look like a bit of a mess. This can be like, our promo. I, I don't look great, but at least I look showered. <laughs> I am showered. I am actually fresh from a shower. I've been running. So why did um, you put a shirt on after the shower? That's a flannelette. It's comfy. I've been getting around the house in flannelettes and chuckies a bit. I've been actually dressing dressing up to, for my day. Still, that's been yeah. my my thing. Trying to keep a bit of routine. Just like put a shirt on sometimes. A shirt? Yeah. To work yeah. from home? Yeah. I think it can be really bad for your self-esteem if you just never like dress up nice at all. Yeah. Oh, my housemate, Jono, um, big big friend of the show. Maybe the, <laughs> one of the best friends of the show. Possibly, yeah. Not the biggest. One of, one of the best In friends. In terms no, of stature. Size-wise, he's Oh, size-wise. You mean pound for pound? Actually, he's been hitting the, he's been <laughs> hitting the Pound gym. for pound, he is the biggest fan of the show. <laughs> oh, pound for pound, yeah. He's like Alan Iverson of fans. <laughs> um, what was I saying? He oh, he just went down to the shops the other day, just like an errand, um, and got all dressed up to the nines. And he was like, yeah, it feels great. How dressed the up? House. Oh, I think he had a, like a, a shirt, a smart shirt and a sweater over it with a, like a, a nice coat, the sort of coat you'd see those, um, those rats wearing in the rat race. What do you, I actually have a, in terms of like dressing up and getting, you know, uh, going a level above when in this time at home or on a Zoom meeting or whatever. Now I've heard like, there's been a few people who've had birthdays um, and some have done drinks over, over Zoom or whatever. My birthday's coming up. Harry, yours is coming up too. What, what do you think? Like what's going to happen? And Mac, yours is coming up. Me too as well. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what, once a year, Max's birthday, actually. So he's very lucky in that regard. Cancel that one, man. <laughs> um, yeah, what do you think, uh, Harry, about, you know, what are you going to do for your birthday? If, if, if the situation is exactly the same as it is now. Probably have my friends over. <clears throat> it's my I birthday. Think... <laughs> <laughs> I think Harry's got it. Like, it's still shit, but Harry's got it in a bit of a better situation where you've got at least a few mates there. Yeah, it's a good time to have housemates. We've been, you know, getting a few new games, downloading them. That's that's a good thing. You couldn't do that on an old PlayStation. Downloading games, bringing them into our house without um, foreign bodies. Um, but what like, are we talking uh, about? But what 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 I was sort of saying is like, if your birthday comes and goes, like, My are birthday. you gonna are you going to, you know? disobey the law and do something that you're not supposed to or are you going to do like a drinks via zoom which a lot of people are doing Nah, i'm not i never really used to have what used to in previous birthdays um never had real birthday parties i just i don't know i just see some friends i guess i I won't go i'm not gonna have a party you Um, had a party at your house with lots of animals uh little reptiles so don't lie to me (laughs) roving reptiles (laughs) One of the great birthday parties. I think I was in year four and the lady came around. Apparently now she's got an alligator in her van. Um, not part of the uh, festivities, just a, a problem she's facing. We all go through problems. Um, <laughs> an alligator in her band? 
Uh, alligators are fresh or salt water? I forget. Fresh. Fresh, fresh. Where is fresh water found? Because, like, obviously you find alligators at the ocean, but, like, if they're fresh water, the water is salty. Yeah, the sea is salty. Rivers, lakes, streams, they're, they're, not they're salty. all fresh. They're fresh. So is fresh not salty? No. Yeah. Salty is, salt water is salty. Fresh is unsalted. That's what I mean. Because, like, people say fresh water, but like, does fresh just mean clean or is, like, you know... Well, they're not filtered water. They're not in the Brita. <laughs> no, but people, when they say fresh... Imagine you opened a Mount Franklin and it's salty. <laughs> I had a fucking alligator in it. <laughs> no. That's why you don't buy those big two-liter ones. <laughs> Get a whole pack. <laughs> people say, like, you can drink fresh water... But you could drink salt water. You can drink anything. <laughs> yeah, you throw up if you drink salt water. It's not just it's not just like a drink. I, I thought you do you throw up? I thought it just made you more thirsty. So like don't drink salt water because you'll just want more. I that makes you throw, throw up. up. Yeah. Makes you throw up. Uh, really dehydrates you as well. But and it cures a sore throat. Eating funny salt, that. salty chips doesn't make you throw up. <laughs> yeah. Mean, yeah. If, if Angus, eat, I don't if, know what you want me to say. Depends how many salty chips you eat, I guess. If, if you eat enough, you'll probably throw up. If you eat three liters of them, <laughs> if they're moldy, they haven't been in the in the sea. What about this salted caramel? Salted pork. Is the Murray River? Is fresh there pork. is there fresh caramel? Murray River's like um salty to a point. Like it's so big that I think there's salt water. Filters go gradually. I don't know what actually takes the salt out of the water. That'd be a good question. Mike. It's just sand filtering, I think. So the sand just removes the salt as it goes. Well, it goes That's across. It hits heaps of stuff, I think, and it goes to like different tributaries. It splits off. Like the sediment always. Terrifyingly, I think you can get you can get saltwater crocs in in um, fresh water. But see, that was my thing. I was like, I thought a lot of rivers flowed into the ocean. What? Where are they coming? <laughs> yeah, no. You get what I mean? Some of the, yeah, a lot yes. of them do. But the ocean's salty. Yeah. But you're telling, me, there. you're telling me the river's... To it. You're telling me the river... Into it. What? What? But then doesn't it just all mix in? No, if the river's flowing out to the ocean, do you think that the ocean is just going over the top to come back in through the river? You're telling me, Angus, that the river's... The ocean's flowing into the river. <laughs> that they just mix. And up the mountain. Like oh, the it, water's all just... All right, look. Someone's you, got a big paddle, and they're just stirring the pot. You, you got Rivers. you got a you got a glass of Coke, yep. right? Okay. And you're <laughs> and you pour like slowly pour in some orange juice. All right, the orange juice is just going to become fizzy with the Coke. Yeah. yeah but, okay, but what you're but saying they, is that you're pouring the yeah. orange juice into the Coke, and the Coke is going back up into the orange juice. Okay. What about this? Okay. Okay. You've got a a bucket, right? Yep. And in there, you have a bowl of orange juice. Right? Yes. <laughs> okay, there's your river. All right. Then you, you, you're overflowing the orange juice in that little bowl. But in the bucket, you fill it with Coke. So the orange juice is coming out, but it's all just going to mix in, in the bucket. Yeah. See, the key thing is that when it comes out and mixes in, then it mixes. It doesn't go back up into the No, but the, the, bowl, the bowl, what's going to happen in the end is if it gets full enough, the whole thing will just become Coke and orange mixture. I'm right. You, 
I don't, I don't know who's oh, no, going to take I'm you not, on in your Max debate, but I'm, I wish them luck. I'm not saying that rivers are salty. I'm just saying that I don't understand why not. <laughs> uh, yeah, because so the fact of the matter is that rivers aren't salty. So that's why you're not saying that. The, the fact that you don't know why they're not salty, I don't know if I can teach you. No, why they're not salty, the ones that flow straight into the ocean. All right, I think that's all we've got time for tonight. <laughs> I had fun. Angus, one, um, one, it might be time last, for bed for you. One, one last point. Once um, there's a drought, yeah? Yep. And yes. the, the river evaporates, right? The ocean doesn't evaporate, just the river. So that salt water is just going to flow. The salt water is going to flow straight in no, there. No, not how it works. And we've had plenty of droughts. The ocean does evaporate as well. Not the whole ocean. Yeah, obviously, but it skims off the top. Yeah, but that doesn't take all the salt. <laughs> you guys are clueless. Sheep. You know, you know what, Gus? You win. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Message in if you agree. <laughs> message in some, um, actually message in some debate topics. Yes, actually, that's, that's very good. Um, we will continue with the debate every, um, whatever night this is, when it comes out, Wednesday or Thursday, we, when we record, when it comes out. Um, so send in debate topics. Cool. Good night.